right, friends, family, team, it's season 11, episode 11. Brady, make a wish. It's 11-11. I wish that the Bears team would go to Super Bowls. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, since Brady said that out loud, it will not be happening this year. But we hope that the Bears can be a team in the future. But for right now, we got season 11, episode 11. We start off... With a little non-sports because we've been super heavy on the sports, but we got to get the brain rolling in different ways this week because it's not working for our bank accounts. It's not working for the Chicago Bears. So we got to change something up. We do that this week. Then we go into the WNBA because the, that finals is actually heating up a little bit. So we'll talk about that. Then we get into a little NBA, little NHL because Connor Bedard is the truth. MLB playoffs and, of course, week six review with a week seven preview. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? It's another episode of the Washed Up Podcast. Come on with us and get it. Let's get it. All right, fellas, welcome the frick back. Graduated for episode 161, <laughs> and he murdered it. I love that out of you. Uh, Thank you. You also look skinny. Thank you. Whoa, all right. Yeah. Complimenting right off the bat. Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's great. Uh-oh. Uh, do we want to talk about why? No one wants to hear about when you're doing good. Okay, I'll talk about when you're doing. Hey, Brady, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm uh, sober October in it. I'm dieting, going to the gym. And as this as this goes on, the more and more angry I kind of get with myself because it's like I feel so, so damn good right now. And I listen to every single one of our episodes twice or three times. I've said this 12 fucking times. I, I, I don't know how I revert back to the psychoism so quickly. But right now, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm doing all right, to be completely honest and I straightforward. Brez, how you doing? Do you want to talk I'm about good. why? Um, sure. I mean, um, my 29th birthday is coming up, and people who love their birthdays, I totally understand. For me, it's anxiety. It's like it's 100%. another person. Yeah, it's yep. another year coming around where you take a look back and you're like, did I accomplish anything new? What am I looking forward to do this next year? Honest to God, holy shit, I'm almost 30. Just so just like a lot of mindless anxiety. That's just what anxiety is. But it's um, just something that happens in October every year for me. I had a mild panic attack today oh, because oh, oh. I realized <laughs> that... I missed my half birthday, which was 10 days ago to the day. And I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, my God. I'm a... <laughs> Same shit, though. I'm turning 29. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, keep going. Right, no, 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 no. Don't stop. Keep going. The one thought was, holy shit, I'm turning 29. I am fucking terrified. I don't feel like I'm equipped enough to be that old. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. I, I've done everything wrong to mm-hmm. this point. Yep. I mean, that is just so self-debilitating. 
you have to start taking the positives in your life. You're not you're <laughs> not know. fucking homeless. Yeah. You're not jobless. You're healthy. You have a fucking awesome girlfriend. What are you talking about? That you haven't done anything with your life. Absolutely no more of that. Absolutely none of it. Hey, you on this. the other that, hand. I appreciate it. What was I just about to say? You on the other yeah. hand, your thoughts of insecurity are completely valid. <laughs> no, I would never, ever do that. When you're talking about your birthday, that's how I feel about New Year's. I never correlate my birthday with another year. It's actually so fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I think about it, like that is the that is you. That's your year. I should mm-hmm. think about it that way more. But I'm just so excited for my birthday. I love my birthday. I don't like and thank you for respecting my decision to love my birthday. Absolutely. But it's not like I'm not going to tell you that it's my birthday. I just love like it's so not, that self-fulfillment on your birthday that I guess I'm looking for that I get is awesome to me. Oh, absolutely. I love my birth like I love having a day about me. I'm an attention whore. People yeah. know this. Yeah. Um <laughs> But it's it's the things around the birthday and like what it means for that following year and ages, but yeah. a number. Um, but it's just something in my head that I can't get around, especially now with like life moving forward as it uh, tends to do. That it's just a it's just in the back of my head. It's like holy shit, dude! You're almost at a different uh, century, decade, whatever you want to do. Yeah. No, it's it's the crookedness of the numbers. That's terrifying. Oh, it's like yeah. existential. It depends on but, what you want, what your goals are, and who you compare yourself to. Because if you're going to compare yourself to the top 1%, you have to be able to compare yourself to the other 99%. And compared to the other 99%, I'm not shitting on them, you both are doing fucking great. Thank you, Brady. You're getting fucking married. I am. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Do you, know, do you know how many people go their whole life without finding love? Yeah. Right. That that's is true. so... We're t- Nux to Brady. <laughs> I, no, listen, I understand. To fuck off being happy. But, <laughs> but positives. Positive yeah. is all I'm working on now. It's just positive affirmations. I wake up every day, I look in the mirror, and I tell myself I love you 10 times. It's quite possibly the most uncomfortable I've ever been. But I watch a TikTok video, and it's kind of been working. And like anything that anything negative that anybody says to me, I'm like, let's just spin it in another way because you can trick your brain, I guess. Yeah. The more positive you are. But again... This is someone who is, I literally am, wow, what is it? Uh, what's the fucking awesome roller coaster? Raging Wait, Bull. I'm the yes. Raging Bull. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm raging 90% of the time, but right now I'm at that 10% where you're just like going up and then you, know, you get that feeling in your balls. Yeah. That feels great, but you don't know why. And, and I, you're like, I'm, I can see county lines, <laughs> even though they don't exist. Yes. <laughs> kind of correlates to that. It actually really does. I just never thought about it that way. And I, the reason I say balls is because I don't know how it feels for women, but we would have to get a woman on soon to yeah. tell us about to, that. To ask us. Or to ask her so many questions. <laughs> Do your ovaries dance at the top of Mountain Bowl? Or Mountain Bowl. Yeah, you, you can't be here that day. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about uh, a few questions before we get into sports because there's so much sports on. We had the double TVs going last night. Sweet. Yeah, the Hawks game on, Phillies game on, and the football game on. I was like, in heaven. That's three? Yeah, but... It, YouTube TV now has where you can do split screen. screen. Oh, so cool! Wow, wow, we wow, wow. But before we get to all that, uh-huh. what's your guys' favorite genre of music? Depends. I know. So now I'm going to ask you this question. Okay, you can only listen to one genre of music the rest of your life. Pop. That's 
so good. Such yeah. a good answer. So broad. Yeah. Country. Yeah. I like that answer too. I was thinking about this, obviously. That's why I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like indie music right now. I respect that. And I think that everybody who would be listening currently is like, oh, it's hip hop without a doubt. But then you think about it. It's like pop has the, for me personally, pop has, who, who's vibrating? That's me, sorry. Oh, no, no, you're good. Waivers. Uh, who gives a fuck? My fantasy team sucks. <laughs> uh, hip hop has the ability to get me amped. And it's got the ability to help me party. Um, but pop, just like, <laughs> pop covers a lot more feelings and vibes. Bangers. Dude. Yeah, true. Bangers as well. The BGs. Yeah. The borderline gays. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's what I am. <laughs> that's almost. Me too, kind of. Yeah, all, all the time. precisely why I pick country music. It like, it almost absolutely depicts my emotions sentiently you know being in a truck <laughs> that i own drinking a beer uh-huh <laughs> and being with a girl that i love right yeah and i have one of those things <laughs> <laughs> the truck's coming but yeah. he's he's drinking a high noon and the truck's on the way you yeah. decide <laughs> yeah so you know i just like country music you because relate the way the most it sounds it's like meow, meow. Mm-hmm. I like the wail of, uh, you know, the guitar a little bit. Sure. Yeah, and you can relate to it the most. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You just said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah, no, sort of. And no, I kind you. of, sort of meant it. And I relate the most to indie music because it's slow and I am slow <laughs> and it's sad and I am just objectively a sad person, but I'm not going to make you sad around me. Sure. Does that make any sense? Yes, it does. Like, no, it makes have you, perfect. Have sense. you guys seen um, Inside Out? Yeah, of course. I would for sure be sadness, but she's <laughs> absolutely needed. Yeah. Oh, she's needed, and she's an absolute liability. Yes, that wasn't nice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell me the movie. That's just, not what you meant, though, right? <laughs> no, you didn't mean that. I'm a liability. Well, sometimes you are. <laughs> ah, the truth doesn't hurt me. Brady, can I ask you an honest question? No. Are you going through a Tame Impala phase? No, Noah Khan. Okay. I'm obsessed with that dude right now. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. 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 Brezza, when he was in his Tame Impala and also the slow Kid Cudi songs, I was like, ooh, Brezza's, Brezza's on the rebound currently. Yeah. <laughs> He's bouncing back hard right now. That's why I like indie. It's right in the middle, and I'm so in the middle on everything like possible. Yeah. Other than Justin Fields, um, <laughs> we'll get to it. Have Super you guys out, like his thumb seen the movie The Art of Flight? No, they go to these fucking mountains in Alaska. Oh, it's no, like the I Red Bull movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and they just drop them at the top of mountains. Okay, and they just ski down these fucking like not ski resort mountains, and like M eighty three is playing in the background, and there's not too much talking, and if you smoke weed. You must watch this movie. Mm. I have seen this, actually. Yeah, because you smoke weed. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. But the main reason I brought it up is because I bought it last night, and I didn't get a credit card charge, and then I realized that it was on my mom's account. <laughs> and as you guys were talking about age, I was like, I'm too old to be doing this, but I'll keep you updated on when I get caught. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. No, why would you? <laughs> $7 why? a lot. <laughs> 
Yeah, you bought it for seven. I bought it. You bought it? I you bought didn't it. even rent it? Because I knew I was going to fall asleep and want to watch it again tonight. True. Wait, but when you rent it, don't you get it for like 48 hours? Dude, yeah, the not art enough of- time. <laughs> not enough time. <laughs> the Art of Flight has been remade like a couple of times by the exact same dudes, which also... So sick. They're literally like real life jackass. I know jackass is real, but these are like not, I don't know how to word this actually, because jackass is very real, but these aren't like scripted stunts. Like they, they go down these mountains that aren't, they're not supposed to be skied. And then they go back to their cabin and they're shooting off sniper rifles and they're in a helicopter and airplane and lighting shit on fire. The first one, they, they were surfing in Portugal and then they were surfing right. in, like, on the north side of Kauai yeah. in Hawaii, where, you know, there's fat swells, but there's rock beds everywhere. Oh, yeah. If you these guys wipe are out, nuts. you're going to break your spine. Mm-hmm. There's also crevasses in these mountains that they're, they're, oh, yeah. they you could fully fall know. Feet they're like, if you go death. in there, you die. One and of they, the most underrated words of all time. I know, and they always say it right. <sighs> Crevasse. Um, like, Sorry yeah. to interrupt. No, that was, it I was, was just, done. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> that was one of the first times I smoked weed with a bunch of people where I was like, whoa, this is crazy visuals, bro. Yes. But now I'm at a point one. where with weed that I don't have to like act like that. You know how you have to in the beginning because you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yep, 100%. That's why I was saying crazy visuals, bro. Yes. <laughs> Dude. But yes. now I'm like, all right. This is still fucking awesome, and now yeah. I can just enjoy it. And you're like, oh, dude, my. you kind of revert back to your old self. You're like, oh, man, mountains. <laughs> <laughs> How do those kids they do that, get dude? there? Yeah, no, yeah. that's not real. Uh-uh. It really opened my mind <laughs> to just space, not, not, not the fucking up. solar system, but how big the world is because this is like 1% of Alaska, and it seems like it's forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alaska's big, big. It opened my mind, but I didn't learn anything. I have a really tough time with, like, space and size of things. Can Mm. I plant a seed? Yeah. Yeah. Geological time scales. Okay. What does that mean? What about it? You know, the... Hold on, time out before you keep going. Did you you think I was going to know what you meant by that? (laughs) A little bit. I'm not mad at you. You thought I would know? Thank you. But, like... (laughs) We have been doing this for a while, though. Yeah, go on, Bruce. What is a geologic for a mountain to become a mountain? Mm. Oh fuck that! That's got to be millions of years. That's the point. Like you look at the Andes Mountains, you look at the Alps. Mm -hmm. The Alps are the highest peak on planet Earth. Yeah, those plate tectonics have been pushing against each other to push this thing higher. By less than an inch a year. And this thing is two miles high. Yeah. That is fucking crazy to think about. And then you have, you know, drawdowns like the Grand Canyon where you can literally see water levels where the salination in the water literally ages the lines by quarters of inches in the rock. That is fucking crazy. The earth has been here for a really it's long time. millions of years old. I know. And like thinking about just how, sorry, I'm probably being loud. <laughs> just uh, a scooch. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I have headphones on with your voice going directly into it. Oh, so I'm super loud. No, I can't tell. <laughs> no, you're good. I can't tell the difference. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, like just 
all of those things in force. And like, think about the Rocky Mountain Range. That thing moves through two continents. I know. That's what fucks me up. And the Appalachian Mountain Ranges and the Alps. I can understand them going up. Yeah. I can't understand them going long ways. (laughs) Long ways. You can't do both. The Mississippi River is the largest plate tectonic that's inactive in the world. Once the Mississippi River becomes activated. Chicago doesn't exist, buddy. Why do you bring that up? (laughs) Because it's not going to happen within a million years. That's what they say. That's what they said a million years ago. No, like it was active. Okay, I believe you. Okay. This fucked up. It's crazy. The world's nuts. Um, Science is cool. What is not nuts is that fall is here. And I am here for the weather, but just about nothing else. Mm. Pumpkin patch equals dumb. Apple picking equals go to the grocery store. Scary stuff equals scary. Mm-hmm. Halloween equals get so fucked by Thanksgiving being so close. Flannels equals fuck yes. Flannels are cool. <clears throat> scary movies are also kind of cool. I disagree. If you watch good ones. Have you ever watched a good movie? Like yeah. a good regular movie that wasn't scary? Yeah. So much better than any scary movie you've ever seen. I, I That part I disagree with. How? What's your favorite movie? Um, That's such a loaded question. No, no, no. Pat, stay out of this for a second. Okay. What's your favorite movie? You know, movie that I probably watched a billion times, The Italian Job. Okay. <sighs> What's your favorite scary movie? Great pick. Insidious. How two. much better is The Italian Job than Insidious? Um, it's not better. In terms of continuity. What? I, okay, now I'm being an asshole. Yeah, you, you, well, you're not being an asshole. You're just not answering the question the right way. I, yeah, no, it, it, it's better uh, because, like, you know, the storyline is way more synchronous. It, it makes sense, and it's like... No, but Insidious 1 and 2 were made together. Okay. And, like, that's what makes it so great. What's Insidious about? It's about a kid that has the ability to go between the third and fourth dimension effectively, but he didn't know he could do this. He didn't know he could do this because it was passed on to him through his dad, whose memory was suppressed. Mm. But if you watch both back-to-back, the storylines are completely synchronous, and everything that you're like, why did that happen in Insidious 1 is explained in Insidious 2. In those two movies, like when you watch them back-to-back, make almost... Perfect sense. Okay, but my point is very good. My point is, if I want to go to the third and fourth dimension, I'll just be like, "Oh, cool! Here's this Marvel movie, people with superpowers, and then I don't get scared by some stupid pop out, and then somebody going into a room that they shouldn't have went into, even though the front door was wide fucking open." Mm -hmm. Yep, Pat. I'll I'll put a scary video in the group chat. Why would you do that? I just said I don't (laughs) like it. No, it's not a scary video. It's just math. Yeah, but explaining why a fourth dimension (laughs) exists. It's like. It's like Brady just being like, I'm doing Sober October, and Brez is like, oh, that's great. Let me throw a beer down your throat. Do you throat. know how many people have done that? <laughs> it's fucking nuts. <laughs> Every, nobody wants me to do well. Um, but I do I, I do, do. I do. have I know, beef. I know you would never do that. So I do have beef. Obviously, October is my favorite month for a multitude of reasons. Um, regardless of how I prefaced how I feel about my birthday, my birthday is in October. Uh, the World Series and Playoff Baseball happen in October. NHL just started, NBA is about to start, and football's in full swing. So October is the best, and the one qualm I have is that every single fucking streaming service is showing me every scary movie ever made. Yeah. I don't want that. I know. 
Why is every streaming service's homepage now just every scary movie? And I get a little stoned at night, and I'm like, oh, you know what sounds great? A movie. And I go to anything, and it's, ah! Yeah. I think it's because they buy them for whatever price right now, probably at an inf- way inflated price, so they're just trying to push them, because I'm, I'm sure they get paid based on views of movies. Yeah, but, like... That's the only explanation I have. I just wish you could make it like a page rather than it's right there and you you want to find something else that we have, good luck. You should have to type in a password for scary movies. Yeah, or just slide over and be like, oh, you want everything Halloween? Here you go. Right. Or oh, you want our normal look? Just stay right here. Yeah. I mean, they think that scary movies are superior to other movies, and that's not right. It's wrong. <laughs> it's just It's just, just plain wrong. wrong. <laughs> um Halloween is just, it just never was my biggest thing. I, I think uh, costumes are super uncomfortable. I always wait to the last minute. Always, always. And then I have to piecemeal something together. And then someone has a really cool costume. And I'm like, fuck, I really should have taken my time this year and did something cool. Because everybody's looking at that guy. Yeah, I, I usually get a couple of Halloween costume ideas throughout the year. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be a good costume. And then when it gets here, I'm like, oh, right, I don't do the costume very often and then i just go oh you know what's a sign seal delivered always for me is just benny the jet rodriguez <laughs> so good <laughs> so, so good that's fucking it's, a great backup plan it's to have so easy dude but also the other thing about halloween <laughs> i'm an adult i can eat candy whenever i want <laughs> yeah but this one you don't have to buy oh fuck free candy so much better than pay for candy <laughs> it's just a tinge sweeter yeah do you guys do you guys give out candy my father does. My dad's a big Halloween guy. Wait, wait, I was just wondering this. Do apartment buildings, can you go door to door? Yeah, people do it in our building. I would kick them right in the face. <laughs> I, I'm it's sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, no. We're not having... Yeah. Oh, is that my door or the next door neighbor's? Oh, yeah, the next door true. neighbor's. Let me close my door super awkwardly and wait 30 seconds for them to come <laughs> over here. <laughs> Trick or treat, what are you? I'm Freddy or whatever. Dude, you scared me. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. It's like two Whoopay! hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two hours. Yeah. So you You're s- Freddy. I'm the guy from 300. Here you go. <laughs> this is Sparta. You don't have a sternum anymore. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Uh, right. um, no, my dad, my dad does. Uh, he's a big... Um, Halloween, like, follow the rules guy. Yeah. So he's always got either the king size, like, Hershey's or, like, a big bag of Skittles. So you get the chocolate or the candy aspect of it. And he makes these kids follow the rules of trick-or-treating. Yeah. They'll, like, come up and try and, like, avoid eye contact with them and then just, like, snag one. He goes, no, no, no. What are you? What do you got to say? And then they're like, please. And he goes, not it. Not it. <laughs> Trick-or-treat. There you go. <laughs> Good for him. Dude, he runs the town, dude. It's about fucking time some authority stayed around this fucking new generation. Yeah, for real, dude. Kids just walk around vaping, drinking Modellos. Yeah. The you only- see that video? It's in Brooklyn? No. There's literally seventh graders outside of a bodega just sharing one single Modelo and the one kid's vaping. I swear to God, he's seven years oh, old. Oh, that's great. I remember on a family vacation once, me and my cousin split one tall boy Heineken Thought we got fucking wasted, and we thought um, our parents found out that we took one big beer. Yeah. We were, like, tweaking out. Just and li- it just was that one of my uncles needed one of us to drive. 
<laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm way sorry. I had four sips of a Heineken. Dude, today at the gas station, the lady ID'd me, and I was like, I can't believe I used to freak out about this shit so much because she didn't even look at it and just scan it. I'm like, do you know how many times that probably would have happened every time I was scared to go in? Right. Crazy. It's Life is awesome. Yeah. But it's also like you have to do that. You have to be scared. You should be scared because you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Because you got something <laughs> to lose. Right. Yeah. That's the positive affirmations I'm talking about, Brez. Uh, anything else going on with you guys before we talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. Just one thing. <laughs> um, so Saturday I tied one on a little bit. And then Sunday night I had to go uh, serve and close the restaurant. And so I, I can fake it like that I'm, I'm pumped to be there um, right when I walk in the doors. But Sunday had a, had a different shenanigan. There was this one older dude who, um, who was just bringing down the vibe of Sunday at the restaurant, right? And um, I saw that he was wearing a Packers jersey. And um, this has nothing to do with it. I was wearing some fucking shirt, and uh, he was staring at me, and I was wearing a Florida Marlins hat. And he was like, you from Florida? I was like, no, why? And he was like, oh, so you just like the hat? And I was like, oh, yeah, I just like the hat. And he goes, what about your shirt? I go, what about my shirt, dude? And I, like, I was like, oh, wait, this is a customer shirt. Yeah. Like, and then I get a look from like somebody else, and they're like, was everything okay over there? And I was like, yeah, he's just annoying. He's like, yeah, we got to kick him out soon. I go, great, <laughs> perfect. So I... I go back in and he passes me again. He's like, so I wanted to talk about your shirt. I go, great. What's up? Yeah. And he's like, uh, I was wearing a softball shirt. And he was like, where, what's, uh, what's like the social club? I was like, it's just where me and my friends play softball. And he's like, I don't think so. I'm a member of it. I go, no, you're not. <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm telling you I am. And I go, listen, hey. Um, and then I notice that with the Packers jersey, guess what hat he has on? Brewers? Is it Brass Monkeys? No. Take a, what would be the worst thing to tandem Cubs. a, no, what would be the worst thing to tandem a bear, a Packers jersey with a blank hat, hat, Bears hat? And I go, listen, um, I can tell you're wrong just by the way you stand and dress. And he goes, what? Oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> and he, you fucking put this guy in a car. And he goes, I'm a customer. And I go, I know, but you're wearing a Packers jersey and a Bears hat. And he goes, what's the problem with it? I think it's a pretty normal outfit. And I go, and that's the reason I'm going to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, my God. You just taught this grown man a lesson. Dude, I'm going to make this a little more serious. This is the problem that I have with the world today. Just because the customer is always right doesn't mean you're allowed to be a fucking dickhead and that's what people are doing they're taking everything so literally and taking away what was something that was great yeah that the customer was first because the customer should be first yeah to make sure that servers aren't dickheads but you also have to not be a dickhead to also make this relationship work like that guy just needs to get kicked in the face like the fucking kids who fucking trick-or-treat at <laughs> apartment buildings yeah and uh yes. if if uh, any of my managers are listening, um, everybody else who was working on Sunday night agreed he was not being kosher to other customers as well. So Such a good word. Yeah. <laughs> kosher. Um, but that's that's about it for the other things. Um, is that cool with you guys? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Let's talk a little women hoops. Um, I'm going to be quick on this because it, it, it's something that I've hit on before and it's I don't want to keep dragging down the WNBA because it's the last thing it needs. 
They do a terrible job promoting the sport, though. Like, yeah. a really, really bad job. I get it that you're going to get the people that are like, oh, who gives a fuck about the WNBA Finals? Why put it on my screen? But that doesn't mean you just give up. If I'm someone who likes the WNBA, I'm not telling you I check it every single day, but I would like to watch the Finals, and I had no idea that it was on. Mm-hmm. There's not a commercial. There's not an ad. There's maybe one. Right. And I think it's sickening. And it's, I'm, I'm actually upset because I missed the first three games. Yeah. Yep. But even though it was like throwing a fucking beanbag in a pool and calling it cornhole, <laughs> we were so damn right. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Liberty it's aces. The minute those moves were made, and granted, all the biggest pieces were out of Chicago. What does that have to say? Um, except for Brianna Stewart, because she's just insane. Her. Yeah. Um, but Big court- body Bugatti. <laughs> Yeah. Courtney Vandersloot to New York, Candace Parker to Las Vegas. Shocker, shocker, shocker. They both made the team better. Yeah. Oh, what do you know? And now they're both in the championship. Aces have a two-to-one lead. Um, game four tonight. Um, game one was closer than people thought. Game two was an absolute whopping from the Las Vegas Aces. Um, that was the day where I was like, ah, Liberty got to even the series. They're going to go back home even and, uh, wrong. And then the, um, Liberty come out, showcase a little bit at home to force, well, force game four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy in jail also took the Liberty in game three. Um, that's a great story by the way. Yeah. I hope it's true. I've been seeing mixed stories. Um, I could see it not being true. Yeah. Because... I thought he won one previously, and that was to pay his bail, but then he was still in jail. No, he uh, missed by one leg. Damn it. Yeah, but then he won 13 grand and posted his own bail. <laughs> that would be so awesome. That would be such a good story, so good for the gambling community, too. Yeah. Um. So, yes, as you said, the Aces are up 2-1. to one. They're back in New York tonight. I thought New York was going to win it. I said it before. I didn't put the future in because I'm a simpleton idiot. It probably cashed it out and put a 14-leg touchdown parlay in Sam Darnold to win MVP. We're going to get to Sam Darnold soon. Mm-hmm. I still think they have a chance, but fuck, man. If you're going to game five in Vegas with this stacked of a team, you, the odds are really against you. They are drastically against you. So I'm still going to believe and root for the Liberty, but I would not be surprised if they do not win it. Yeah. Um, Liberty in five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's just, uh, like we said, this is the greatest competition to be in the championship. Yeah. Like, it's it, what everybody should have wanted just due to the fact that it would be the most competitive finals of any other yeah. of any other comparison and combination of teams. But, like, people think that we do a bit about the WNBA, which I simply don't get because yeah, I know we do bits for a week here, <laughs> and then we forget. Like, that's why I'm so pissed off is because I'm so excited for tomorrow night. I'm so excited to watch because it truly is the best women in the sport that happen to be only on two teams, which I think is a little bit of a problem with how top-heavy the WNBA is right now. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be phenomenal to watch. I can't wait to watch tomorrow. And, again, I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. Liberty in five. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, seriously. I don't think you guys are understanding the fact that there is a chance, and by a chance, I mean it's a fact, Liberty in five. <laughs> it's so funny. That's literally how my brain works. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted everybody to make sure that he double heard Brady saying that there's definitely a chance it's a possible outcome that it is. <laughs> Liberty in five. Okay, Dude, MBA. You should be able to bet on that. <laughs> possible outcome, yes or no. I <laughs> have so many wins on so many games. Yep. Um, we never talked about Dame 
Abdallah. I yeah. think this might be the season where two super teams look really good right away in the Suns and Bucks. Uh, didn't mention the Bulls there, obviously. They might have one of the worst rosters for a win-now team I've seen in a long time. And a side note to that, to just rub more salt in the wound, Grayson Allen is now on the Suns. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. It doesn't matter where he is anyway because he's not a difference maker. But you know who is? Damian Lillard. Yeah. I thought initially when the news first came out, I was like, oh, maybe it'll take him a little bit of time just because Giannis starts with the ball at the top of the key a lot and then drives downhill. And I'm like, that kind of takes the ball out of Damian Han- Damian's hands a little bit. And then I remembered who the fuck Damian Lillard was. So glad we let you finish that <laughs> yeah, thought. Yeah. So you want... Damian Lillard to rotate off the ball. I don't care what he does. I just had a little brain fart, and I was like, this man is the only reason Portland, the whole city, is relevant, and that people know that it's in the United States. Dude, (laughs) the spacing that they can have with Giannis and Dame stretching the floor at both of their respective things makes the half court impossible to defend. I do wish they could have somehow kept their hands on Gru Holiday. I think he's such a difference maker, man. If you put him as the point guard and Dame as the shooting guard, yeah. I well, see it. say they're playing against the Warriors in the finals. Who's going to guard Steph? Yeah, good point. It would have to be Drew, but now it's it's just Chris Middleton again. I mean, if you're looking at it, they could run a similar triangle offense. Yeah, I know you can't do it, but I'm just saying in a perfect world, you would have liked to keep crew. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk more about what's real, and that's Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo, and they're going to be a fucking problem. Yeah, they're going to the be ridiculous. Is nuts. Yeah. It's like the spacing Giannis creates alone, and then the guy who he's he passing the ball to now stretch the floor. It's Damian fucking Lillard. To the paint on the middle part of the court and shoot it with consistency. Yeah. It's that guy. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of highlights of the preseason with the Suns. And, again, it seems like Kevin Durant can't get out of his own way sometimes. Um, but I He's think him and Devin Booker have worked well. And I think Bradley Beal is a guy who just wants to win. So I just think the mentality will work there. Now, if all three of them on the court can work together, that's something I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But my betting is going to consist of the Suns winning it all and Devin Booker winning the MVP. Can I give you a bet that'll probably hit 45 out of at least 82 games? Well, I think that it's probably going to hit the the, uh, Booker for MVP, but sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just take the rebounding differential. Take the other team that's not the Suns. Yeah. Every single game. Yeah, but don't you think they know that? The Suns are going to get out-rebounded by a... Billion. Yeah, because not not oh, any three oh, of them are very Nurkic, good defenders. Joseph Nurkic, yeah. who plays 15 games a year, is your primary center. I understand. Good luck. I understand, but don't you think they know that? Of course they do. How do they but compensate for it? They don't. They can't, yeah. I hear you. What? Well, how did the Nets compensate when they had a bunch of shitheads? They didn't. I, I hear you. Right. <clears throat> your boy... Your boy looks good. Which one of my boys? Ben Simmons. Yeah, dude. Tell me about it. We'll get to him in a sec. I really wish James was here this week. Um, so, 
quickly on my stance on the Milwaukee Bucks, um, everybody knows my um, turmoil of a relationship with the city of Milwaukee itself. <laughs> but I've always liked Giannis. Um, and I've had to hate him due to the fact that it's in Milwaukee and that he's obviously so good and so much better than anybody on the Bulls currently. <laughs> but now that Grayson Allen's gone, Dame's there. It's still Milwaukee. I'm having a really tough time figuring out how I want to treat that Bucks team in general. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm leaning towards rooting somewhat rooting for them. And I, it's a very internal debate that I'm, I'm not confident in either side currently. Yeah, and that is the power that Grayson <laughs> Allen has. Very true. And it's just... It's kind of such a bad point that I feel bad for the kid. And I never thought that I fuck could. You. But so, fuck you. You have no idea what Grayson Allen has done to me in my life. You have no fucking clue. Yeah. So I'll, you sit sure. down and you fucking listen to me real quick, all right? Okay. After Brady's done, I'll put you two both on the same team. They took a picture of him taking an interview the other day. And I think he's, I think he's my age or a year older. He has more gray hair than anybody I know. And I understand that it's a thing that can happen, but it, and it's, it's in only name. to people. Yeah, that's true. That's actually cool. Um, <laughs> to people who wear helmets or hats. That's when you're young and your hair goes gray. That's the only time I've ever heard of it. Other than that, it's obviously stress. But why I can't really truly feel bad for him is because, like, why wouldn't you just change? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But that picture made me, I was like, oh my God, this kid's 27. He's probably stressed the fuck out every single day of his life. Yeah. But he acts like he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's not. But then how does he have so much gray hair? Would you be stressed out if you were making four and a half million a year? No. Everybody's still got their problems. Mental health's still a deal. Right, of course. Regardless Absolutely. of money. Yes. Okay, you but don't then, have to be an asshole, though. Right. He's just objectively an asshole. So that's where I'm, like, confused and, like, why I almost felt bad for him because I was just so fucking confused. Well, that's I mean, look. why I hope he gets hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, look at look at any coach you had who was an asshole, had gray hair. Yeah, just but, like an asshole thing, apparently. Yeah, okay. I, I'm I'm in on that. I'm down to fucking still can't stand. Oh, your hair down. went super gray super early? <laughs> shows me a little bit about your personality. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, shave my hair off. <laughs> yeah, he getting... makes enough money that I will always fart in his general direction <laughs> given the opportunity. All right, fuck Grayson Allen. Uh, yeah, he's a fat. So, um, <laughs> I, um, so I actually was toss-up in the air on Grayson Allen for a long time because of his highlight tape being so... So cool in high school. And I'm just so annoying about North Carolina. Oh, yeah. And so him at Duke was fun, like with Jaleel Okafor. Um, wish he had a better NBA career, but it was not good odds for him. <laughs> but I didn't start hating, hating Grayson Allen until the Alex Caruso incident. Yeah. You that's when it, that's when it was, there was no going back. Like personal. when he, when he tripped uh, Mitchell, I was like, well, that's just, that's just Grayson Allen, yeah. you know? And yeah. he was still p doing a couple cool dunks. He was still adding a little bit to being out on the court. But that Alex Caruso and then the Bulls not checking him post that, the whole thing was just like, okay, you are now an enemy, making me hate everything about you and where you are. Do you think that he has, like, a, a deeper hatred for Alex Caruso because he wants to be him so bad? 
wants to be the white guy. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and also Alex Caruso got $25 million more than he did. So, yeah, he absolutely wants to be Alex Caruso. Ha, idiot, Grayson. Yeah, but Alex Caruso can play defense without being a jerk. Yeah. Without being a sentient cum stain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, other NBA? I think the Warriors are still going to be really good. Oh, shocker. No, they're not. Whoa. Nope. Whoa. Told you. Oh. Draymond Green is so washed. Yeah. Yeah, I was never counting on him, though. Steph Curry's the best player I've ever seen, dude. Oh, Steph is great. I also think Clay is washed, though. No. Ooh. And if two that's, of that's the three cogs are not turning, yeah, I hear you. you're going to have problems. I hear what you're saying. I disagree. I think the Sacramento Kings, it's... I'm in on them too. <laughs> it's it's oh, a redemption tour. You guys greater know. than we've ever seen, or they are the White Sox. Oh, uh, there he goes. What were you saying? There <laughs> he goes. You guys know my stance on the Kings. They are my one-two of basketball currently. My one-one. Regardless of how they do and where they stand, it's always and will forever be the Chicago Bulls. My one-two, the Kings. My one-three. Dallas Brady, Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks. So last year we were two years ago we were a Dallas Mavericks podcast. Last mm-hmm. year we were a Kings podcast. I petitioned to not change and be a Kings podcast this year. As one Let's two, obviously. Do it. Right. I I would name my first child Sabonis. <laughs> Sabonis Clifford. You know, man. <laughs> but I think I will uh put that on a dog instead. Uh, Zimonis Clifford sounds like a great dog name. I'm naming my dog Albus. Albus? For Dumbledore. Okay, that's cool. Um, but yes, I'm down with being a Kings podcast still. De'Aaron Fox is awesome. And, um, one guy we... a lot of shit. One guy we... He does? De'Aaron Fox. Good. He's the fastest player in all of the NBA. So, uh, fast guys rule. Yes. Like, yeah. Fat, there's, I don't disagree. There's nothing better than a fast guy. I couldn't agree anymore. I don't think there's one fast guy that everybody dislikes. Yeah. Except for like John Ross, because he was in the league for a minute, but I don't think you can hate him. I just think you may be a little bit angry. Yeah. But just a little upset. About the situation and the play calling. Yeah. Throw it to him every single time. <laughs> Devin Hester, cool. Tyreek Hill, Cool. Devon A. Chain. Cool. De'Aaron Fox. Cool. I couldn't name agree more. Yet. Name I more fast guys. Usain Bolt. Cool. So cool. So cool. Michael Phelps. Pretty sick. Super okay. cool. Okay. Uh, that was that was a good. That was a good. That was a good one because people in the pool can still be fast. You don't need to be running fast. Trey Turner. Really cool. Planes. Cool. Love them. Yeah. Scared of them sometimes. Never. Turbulence. Spooky. I think I'm so scared of planes that my brain switches that makes me love them so much, and now I'm not scared of them anymore. Yeah, like, I I can't I I can't be scared of planes due to my um, fiance, so uh, I have to be cool, calm, and collected. I think that's so kind of what it them. is. Yeah, it's like I just couldn't be scared of them, yeah. so I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not have a hockey noise, but no, we do not. But uh, before that, I am. Going to die on the hill that Victor Webignano will not be great. I think they're going to have such a tough time officiating this kid. All it, all I don't it know how it's going to go. It's like one and a half words. Liz Frank. 
He fractures his foot. He's fucking done. Wait, what did you say? Liz Frank. Who's that? It's a foot fracture. Oh. That will literally debilitate him as a mobile big. Yeah, of course. But I, yeah. I, I'm just going to base it on him being healthy. When, yeah, when we talk about the future of athletes, we are always looking in the lens of true health the entirety of the career, which rarely happens to any player playing a professional sport. So he's French, so automatically I assume he's a pussy. We oui, oui. Yeah, and smells so bad. But w- with Giannis, when he first came in, with just how long he is and how athletic he is, he gets fouled every single play. But you can't call a foul every single play. So he put on probably 50 pounds of muscle, and now he's just a freak. Mm-hmm. That's what Weminyama's yep. going to have to do. Unless he comes out and plays the game like Steph, I mean, Kevin fucking Durant, which I don't think is possible, which is why I'm so amazed with Kevin Durant, I think he will struggle. Yeah, I saw him Euro step from just inside the three-point line, so that was scary. Yes, but they, Euro step into a dunk from about a little further elbow extended. Scary. But why Kevin Durant got so good yeah. is because he just shoots the lights out. Because he knows you're just... In the NBA, you're just not going to get to the rim when you want to. When they want to stop you from getting to the rim, they will just foul you. And you can't call a foul every single play. Here's why it's also indefensible. He can shoot over you. Right. He can drive right past you. Or he can murder you from the mid-range. And it seems like everybody's just okay with getting 40-piece by Kevin Durant by just letting him shoot the lights out. Yeah. They'd rather let him. If if he's going to kill me by shooting 18 shots inside the three-point line, fine. No, it, they don't say F anymore. They just say, we're going to let Kevin get his 30, and we'll just have to stop everybody else. Yeah. That's just basically how you defend him. But that's how you force him to work for his 30. Right, of course. That's what like, I'm saying. Like They're just not going to let him get to the rim. He rarely gets to the rim. Yeah, but you're also kind of applying pressure and bringing double teams on, you know, as soon as he gets past the guy, you know, at the wing, then you're dropping guys off and everybody rotates. Yeah. Unless he has the wherewithal to just skip it straight to the guy on the other baseline. And that's the problem. Who's that guy? Right. Is Keldon Johnson still on them? Yeah. He's the only guy I know on the team. You're going to pass it to a guy that has like a one in five chance? Yeah. Of fucking hitting it? Yeah. No, you're gonna you're gonna dribble it in, you're gonna back your ass up, and you're gonna take the fadeaway jumper. And let me say this before we move on. Would I absolutely love for Women Yama to be fucking awesome and be everything that they're telling us he could be? Yes. Mm-hmm. That would be electric, but I just don't see how it's possible. And hate him. we could all look so dumb so shortly. Yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of bummed because I was hoping that one of you two would be like he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. And so we could have a little bit of... If I Here's hated Kevin it. Durant, I would agree with that. But we, I think there's we, only one. We have to pick sides. Chet Holmgren or Victor? I, don't I want neither. I, yeah, I I'm want so neither. double thumbs down. So <laughs> I'm so double thumbs down on yeah. both of them. Well, I'm double thumbs down on Chet just because I don't like the guy. I kind of like Victor as a person. Yeah, same. Okay, so we're all rooting for Victor. Chet's a penis. I'm rooting for, <laughs> I'm rooting for Victor to be happy. I'm not rooting for him to be good. I mean... I could care less. He's kind coming of. across the Atlantic to try and make a living for himself and his family. He's like, oh, he's like irregularly self-aware too for a nineteen for a tall kid. guy oh. and tall guy <laughs> who's just fucking dominant at the sport of basketball. I would be such a prick, and that's why I never had it. Um, um, let's do a little. 
that's going to be our puck for now. That's actually perfect. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about the hockey pucks, mm-hmm. but I, I do watch it a lot. Connor Bedard Dude, same. is yeah. fucking awesome. And listen, I know how stupid I get sound. He's in Chicago. We have nothing going for us. You're obviously going to be high on the one simple thing that's going well here. But I think you sign him to 10 years, and here's why. When someone like me who doesn't know about the rotations getting bucked and tape and the goalies or whatever they do, <laughs> or the plays that they allegedly run, I just see them dumping it and chasing it every play. There yeah. are no plays. When you see a guy skating around and he just looks different, it was the same thing that I felt with Cal McCarr and like Duncan Keith when he was young. It's like you know who that guy is before you see his number. Right. That's how I judge if you're going to be fucking sick or not. Yeah. I I am very confident, and if they signed him to ten years, they will win one or two Stanley Cups solely based on him. Brady, that was the most well articulated thing. One of the most well articulated <laughs> things that you've ever said that I completely agree with. Yes. I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to hockey. Me neither. <laughs> you sh- you missed a perfect ice, and you're like, "Holy shit, this kid's a difference maker!" Like when they were, they had the the preseason scrimmages with the Blues at the practice facility. He was literally just like floating to his left yeah. wrister back of the net. I was like, I didn't even see his. I didn't even see his stick move. That's a perfect yeah. word. He's floating out there. Yeah, like he he made it almost look like it like his moves were like hesitating, but he just steadily moved to his left, and then shot straight. That's yeah. all he did. I think we found the um, tagline for when we talk about hockey, which is we don't know shit about puck. Yes, love so that. So when when hockey comes up, because you were like, awesome. I don't know shit, I don't know shit about fuck, and I was like, oh, you missed a perfect drop right there. Yeah, yeah absolutely, I totally agree. So if I can just get a sound bite of some like real famous guy just going, we don't know shit about puck, that'll be our noise. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm just gonna send Instagram DMs to yeah. really famous people and be like, "Can you send me a voice They're memo all of you saying?" Send you the link to their cameo. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Hawks might be frisky, which is fucking awesome for a team that just had the first overall pick. I mean, you don't see many teams with first overall picks coming out and being exciting. You're just like, okay, this is the year where we're rebuilding. They're frisky, man, and I understand they're, they're the gonna Texans. lose. Stupid. Ga- Perfect. Thank you. Yep, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> that's it. Sorry, I, I no, didn't no, that was perfect. Smack. I wasn't going to say that. This is October. Yes, I love nothing more than playoff baseball. This whole month and every series so far has been so cool as a fan. Listen, if you don't watch the 162 games, I totally get it. But the feel of these games hits you right in the face the minute you look at the screen. It's completely different. The vibes are immaculate. People don't sit down. It's every pitch means something. It's every hit is a do-or-die moment. Oh, playoff baseball just gets my blood boiling, dude. It's so fun. And Braves, see ya. Dodgers, see ya. Orioles. Orioles. Orioles, that's a little... It the sucks. Braves and Dodgers getting seeded is uh, is great. The O's, it's like mm, you were underdogs as a one seed, tough. Yeah, I told you about the Orioles. Just want to say that again, and then Brad said I was wrong. And That's Brad right. said that the Orioles are going to win next year. 
I so. love that. I have no problem with that. And that's why getting to the playoffs is so big. The experience is humongous. Um, quick question before I get into my analysis. Mm-hmm. Do you think baseball is just set up perfectly? And the reason I ask you that is because I'm thinking of a way how every pitch in every single one of these games gives you that weird feeling in your body. You know, you can't really explain what it is. Mm-hmm. It's sort of nervousness. It's sort of excitement. And it's like, this means something more. Is there a way to implement that into 162 games? Or is that what the 162 games does to get here? I'll let Brez go because his hand went up for the first time in the history of this podcast. So proud of you right now. You that can say wild. anything to yeah. me right now and I'm going to agree with you. You play 60-game seasons, this degree of hype is met every single year. Mm-hmm. What they will not forego are the ticket revenues and the concessions that come along with 162 games. That is just impossible. I mm-hmm. get where your head's at, but that's impossible. This is a game that has existed since time started, basically. Mm-hmm. You're not going to cut more than if 50. If started 200 years ago, yeah, maybe. That's the only thing that matters, other than <laughs> other than Jesus, of course. Um, Don't get political. Yeah, seriously, Bryce. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck, what was I going to say about that? Yeah, so you're not going to cut f- more than 50% of the games down. Agreed. And I wasn't really looking for a solution. I was looking for the answer that I have in my head is that, like, the 162 games, you go through that to have this. Yep. Okay. Um, I think that cutting it more than in half to 60 is insane. That 2020 season was so crazy. It was so fun. But to have that be every year, I, it's not possible. Right. And then Every the- game did mean something, and it gave the White Sox a chance. Um, since we're talking about baseball now, we could bring them up. But um, cutting it... 102 games is insane. My thought was maybe cut it 60, 60 maybe 50. Like the 100 games, I get it because the three-game series, you got to split, you got to play, you got to f- go every stadium 16 different times in this day and age. But the main thing is for more people to be in it during the regular season other than the diehard baseball fans. There's no changing that other than taking games away. Yeah. Okay, so let's get down to the reality. Mm -hmm. I think, in my opinion, that this Phillies-Diamondbacks game is a win-win situation. I know it'll be a little bit less of a win if the Phillies beat the Diamondbacks, but it's just two very likable teams and awesome situations that you want to root for. Harper and Hoskins dealing with injuries. Hoskins out for the whole entire year. The Phillies were underperforming, and then you turn into this. He's in tonight. See, exactly. Something like that happened. And then the Diamondbacks having maybe six people outside of Arizona believing that they would make it to the playoffs. And, of course, our lovely and amazing teammate, Pat Clifford, articulating it perfectly before the season even fucking started that he liked the Diamondbacks, and we all looked at him like he was crazy. I think this goes six to seven games, and I couldn't tell you who wins. Thank you for putting me in. Because I appreciate it. You've done that too often, and uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you. Um, thank you. I'm taking the Diamondbacks tonight. <laughs> Even with Hoskins coming back? Yeah. Um, so I, I agree. I think that Phillies or D-backs coming out of this series is fine with me. Understanding that Harper was obviously going to hit a ball out of the park on his birthday yesterday was in the stars, and silly little old me put it in a parlay. Um, did that include a tie at halftime in the Monday night football game? Yeah. Oh no, stop. 
Stop it. Did I do that same parlay with Jordan Alvarez hitting home run and then also a tie at halftime? I did. So uh, that's why that tie at halftime was a big letdown for Papa October, over October here. baseball. Come on. October, October, <laughs> October, October. You needed to just take out the tie. That's. Uh, oh. Oh. Look at every bet Water I've ever made. Yeah. Oh, if I didn't just parlay. Jesus Christ, Brett. Do you know who you're talking you. to? That was, <laughs> that was so bad. Dude, do you realize you would have won if you just didn't put the tie in? Yeah, Brad. Why do you think I'm so angry? But it was 10 to win 500. Oh my God! Sometimes, <laughs> Brez. This is why they made the lines thicker when I was a kid trying to color. <laughs> We're not stupid. We're, We're just, just dumb. dumb. Oh man! Um, I think <laughs> I, I, I lost right it. Now. I lost yeah. it. Um, predictions. I'm I'm only predicting games. Six or seven games. Okay. Um, the Battle of Texas is awesome. Awesome. No, 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 no. Who are you guys taking? Oh, uh, tonight I, I, I do. No, I know. My I'm heart talking. Is pulling Diamondbacks. Yeah. I want a Diamondbacks Rangers World Series so bad. Same. I don't want to hear what you want. I want to hear what you're taking. Phillies Rangers. Phillies in how many games? Rangers in six. Shut <laughs> up. Dude, Phillies in how many games in this series? <laughs> oh, in this series, six. Um, I really, I really want to be all over the Diamondbacks, but like you said, we're not doing what we really want. I think it's Phillies and five with the way they're playing. It's kind of scary right now. And the Diamondbacks still won tonight. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Diamondbacks, <laughs> Diamondbacks tonight. Um, but if the Diamondbacks get tonight for sure, um, I'm, I'm changing that by next week. So who knows? That's why we have this. Yep, exactly. So we might need to record again tomorrow. <laughs> Just, uh, um, and then Texas, Texas battle. Um, I think the Rangers in five, too. I think the Astros can sneak one in uh, in Texas again. Yeah. Um, so it's not like they're leaving the state of Texas. So Yeah, I'm being super careful with this series just based on the Astros and the history of the Astros in the past, what, five years? Every time I'm out on them, every time I think they're done, they lose Verlander, get him back, they lose Correa, and they're still here. So... I I do think Texas wins this series, but I'm pretty confident in saying that it's going to go seven games. Um, now okay. Game three is like water is wet. is obviously a must win mm-hmm. for the Astros because I, even in saying what I just said, I don't think the Astros could come back from three to zero. And I know it's not a hot take, but I'm just talking about reality right now. Yeah, I also think it was hilarious how we didn't realize what time the game started yesterday and you and I were like, <laughs> yeah. dang. God, yeah. we would have hammered Astros. Yeah. The the Texas Rangers lineup, take away the pitching. The batting order is doing exactly what you need, one through nine. The auto, Leody is your guy. He always has been. And him batting ninth on a team that's in the playoffs is ridiculous. He should be a leadoff hitter on 30 other teams. Yeah. So It's, it's literally the best team offense in baseball history. Yeah. So, yeah. like... And imagine doesn't matter who you're playing. And we can they do the it. we we can do the imagine if um, with their pitching staff being healthy. So crazy. And even with regardless of that fact, hitting and scoring runs wins you championships. Pitching helps do that. Neither yep. of them have a chance to come back, right? DeGrom and Scherzer are both shut no, down. No, they're done. They're shut. Um, it but it would so be cool. wild. Yeah. <laughs> 
game four of the World Series and DeGrom comes in in the seventh, fresh off of a new injury. Pitches lefty. <laughs> Could you imagine? God, that'd be oh, did, so cool. Did the Rangers leave Scherzer on the playoff roster? I don't know. That's why I asked. But I think, I don't I know, think, honestly. I think it would be way fucking cooler if they did it without him and then next year we just absolutely hammer the Rangers to go undefeated. <laughs> 162-0. and 0. That would be so cool. That is a hell of a winning streak. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah, Brez. <laughs> <laughs> what? That would mean it would, they were 163-0 and because they would have had it won their last game, which was the World Series. Oh, true, 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 Chains. Facts. I would have put it in now. <laughs> okay. Um, other MLB news. Um, the Phillies just hit balls far, and the Rangers hit balls well. So that's about all I got there. And then um, we'll talk a little NFL. So let's get tropical. 431. Hot. Hot. All right. Week six was um, scripted. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Super hard. So um, some big teams go down to some bad teams. The 49ers lose to Cleveland and... The Jets win? By six. That's crazy. Gross. Yeah. Against the Eagles. Yeah, which is so strange. That parlay would have been fun to have, but who looks at who looks at those two games and goes, Yep, I'm gonna take both. A masochist. That's who. Yeah, somebody, somebody who hates money. Somebody who hates money like me put a little bit on the Browns covering the spread and just a little bit less on Brown's money line, but it was like really small because I was just like, ah, whatever. Didn't even make a dent in anything. Um, so let's t- let's talk about the entire um, slate first and foremost. We'll we'll save the stupid bears for the end. But Chiefs Broncos on Thursday was Brady's brainchild. Um, so I was so confident, you know, going into the rest of the week because we hit that. Oh, dude, you hit your fucking Thursday night bet. You're you can't lose ever again. Uh, ever. Um, Chiefs lock. Duh. Did I break Russell Wilson? You did. You single handedly did. Anybody whose name is Russell needs to stand clear of Brady. That's <laughs> so true. Other than the kid from Up, but <laughs> like, because you are the kid from Up. <laughs> absolutely, I'm the only Russell. Yeah. I say one good thing about Russell Wilson before the season last year. This is a guy who won Super Bowls, almost won MVP, maybe won MVP with the Seahawks. No, I don't think he ever did. I don't think he ever did, but he was close, man. And he was just a stud. It just goes to show how good of a coach Pete Carroll is. But, man, he fucking stinks. He's so bad. Their team is just all, all around awful. Yeah, it's really frustrating. And it's hard to talk about football without mentioning fantasy, but nobody gives a fuck about your fantasy team. Having anybody in the Broncos' backfield is just a mind fuck. And then fucking... I traded Javante Williams for Hunter Henry. Holy shnikes, that's terrible. I just wanted the guy off of my team. That's (laughs) terrible, Todd. (laughs) Um but even Cortland Sutton, I have him on the bench every week. He seems to score a garbage touchdown every week, but I'm just not going to be able to bank on that. Right. Because what happens when it doesn't happen? He has two points? Yeah. And Steve Smith motherfucking 
uh, Jerry Judy, hilarious. Yeah, and then Jerry Judy having the audacity to think that he's somebody and not <laughs> accepting like his so- somewhat apology from Stephen Smith. Yeah, and then him doubling down. It's like, all right, motherfucker, yeah. you're done. Yeah, it's just it's so stupid. It's it's a, it's the generation, the people that complain about us. It's because we have zero respect. Jerry Judy, you're a nobody. I'm saying this from a couch in a garage, and I have no problem telling you, you're a fucking nobody. <laughs> You've done nothing but disappoint, motherfucker. I'll go two times as hard. You suck. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jerry. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love the Broncos. Let's no, ride. I, I'd tell it. I, I would be as brazen to tell him to his face. If he asked me, I would tell him. You are the biggest draft disappointment from the wide receiver position since Jalen Rager. Kevin White. Yeah. All right. Kevin White <laughs> is a little bit more disappointing, but that's more injury-based. Yeah, true. Jalen Rager played. Jalen Rager played. He was out there. He I, was just, I allegedly. He was just doing cardio. Yeah, I think um, on that Thursday night, I think um, Patrick Mahomes gets to experiment so much Dude, during the season example. that that's why they're so successful towards the end of the year. Everybody looks at them during this full first six weeks as like. Oh, they're they're winning their games, but it's it's uh it's closer than we think. Yeah, when you know you can just do it perfectly regularly. Because I was so pissed off with them. I was like, "What are you guys doing? You're just out there lollygagging around. I need you to cover this spread." Right. And they did, which was awesome. But while you're watching the game, it's it was exactly what I was going to say. They're just. They just know they're going to beat this team, which is impossible in the NFL. Like you prefaced this whole entire segment with the Browns and the Jets beating heavy favorites. Mm-hmm. You never can walk into games and be like, we're going to beat these guys. The Chiefs did that. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah, dude. I mean, against the Bears, it's different. Well, I, it's not really different because they could experiment, and their experiments were passed with flying colors, but it's like, okay, well, that was Chicago. But – Understanding where your strong suits are and being able to go away from those strong suits and still win a game is in and of itself an anomaly. Yeah, it's it's insane. Just being like, we can win this way. How about we try winning this way and then also flip it around and then, uh-oh, we still win. Yeah. <laughs> it's diabolical. Can I lay a hot take in here? Yeah, no, that's dude. That's what the whole yeah. fucking thing is for. <laughs> By the end of the year... Rasheed Rice will be considered like a top fifteen fantasy wide receiver. Yeah, do you think he can just? You think he just can just keep making these guys, Mahomes and Reed together? They the can just only keep reason these guys? that Kelsey and Mahomes are so good is because they read zone defenses the same way. Mm-hmm. The only thing that needs to happen is Pat Mahomes, you know, Cooper cups it and. Takes Rasheed Rice out for breakfast and be like, hey, man, you know, when you see cover two, how do you run? No, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think that they can, like, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are so good together? I agree with you if you say yes to this. They can just keep continuously taking these guys and just making them into something great. And I think. 100%. Yeah. And I think until now, he was testing everybody out. He was testing out the Sky Moors. He was testing out the Noah Grays. He was testing out the. Is MVS still with them? Yeah, Yeah. MVS. Yeah. And now he's found (laughs) his guy in Rashid. Dude, 
I was listening to another podcast, and they were like, MVS, uh, he's got the best stamina in the league. He's just running sprints. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> he, just runs go, he, he just runs go he routes, runs never routes. gets the ball, jogs back to the line of scrimmage, sprints again, comes yep. back, does the same he thing. He only goes to the line of scrimmage, too. He doesn't go to the huddle. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even block on running plays. Nope. All right, let's send it down to London Town with a Tottenham Hotspur. Baltimore Ravens, 24. Tennessee Titans, 16. I was going to try. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my whole analysis like this. Uh, some people. Let's go to what, little Australia. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit of both. Um, so many people it's woke up. a bit up. of a <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. You're so much better than me. Uh, so many people woke up pissed that they were late to this game and then saw the box score and were like, phew. Yeah, like, right. You didn't miss anything. No, the box score was the ass. nine field goals. Yeah, literally. Um, I don't have a single clue about either of these teams, but I would rather obviously be the Ravens because you want to win the ugly games, but you don't obviously want to be in ugly games. Yeah, we were, we were kind of on it with trying to tackle Derrick Henry. Um, he had 97 rushing yards and a TD. But still not Derrick Henry that we'd known prior. He had two TDs. No, he didn't. He just had one. No, he had the, 20 fantasy points. He had one called back. Oh, right, right, right. But the Titans only had one TD. Ryan Tannehill playing quarterback, starting quarterback for a team that has playoff aspirations is the wildest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got he, you have two guys. He was good for two and a half years. But he was good. He was not very good. He was good. Good doesn't win you games in the NFL. Only Trent Dilfer did that, and he had a guy who killed somebody on the other side of the ball. <laughs> Brick killed it. So true. Yeah. Uh, any other analysis? No, fuck that. Uh, Miami Dolphins, 42. Carolina Panthers, 21. I went to go write something, and I just couldn't write it. It's like everything the makes Panthers sense. The Panthers were up 14 to nothing at one point. That's all that needs to be said. I guess that was the only confusing part about it, is that they were up 14 to nothing, but everything that happened, it's a four-quarter game. We all know that. Bryce Young stinks. No, you're wrong about that. Fine. Perfect. We can talk about this game now. I am so high on the future of the Panthers, and it's all because they're so positive. They're Mm -hmm. so positive with this kid. He's also so positive all the time. You're getting crushed, and he's smiling on the sideline. That's a demon. You know who else was? Say something stupid. (laughs) I'm not saying something stupid. You're just showing your age. Mitch Trubisky. Houston Texans 20, <laughs> New Orleans Saints. Who was fucking positive about Mitch Trubisky ever? A lot Who? of Bears fans. Not true. As much as I think us fans influence what happens in these games, we don't. I'm talking about Frank Reich. I'm talking about Bryce Young. I'm talking about their offensive coordinator. I see what you're saying. And Adam like, Thielen. Yes. But the other thing is, you're also talking about guys who are already paid whose jobs rely on this kid. But I'm saying out. it's showing more than it has with young quarterbacks before. I'm saying it's an anomaly of positivity. Other people have had rookie quarterbacks. Other people have been paid to be positive with them, and they still can't stay this positive. They see something that we don't, and I think that's the scariest thing in the world. Houston Texans 20, New Orleans Saints 13. Houston, our quarterback, is a problem. 
for the rest of the league. Sorry, one uh, one other thing. Tyreek Hill's 180-something yards away from 1,000 receiving yards, and it's week six. And the video he took at the end zone was so cool. He's going to pay like three hundred to $500,000 in fines this year. Yep. Good for him. Yep. Uh, what game did you just say the score of? Texans 20, Saints 13. And I said, Houston, our quarterback Stroud. is a problem for the rest Stroud of the league. Is who we all wish Justin was. You know what's so funny? Huh? Did you see what I have written in here? What do I have written under Houston, our quarterback, is a problem for the rest of the league? <laughs> Houston, Brez is going to say something dumb about Justin Fields after I say this. <laughs> and Brez has no notes. I swear to God, we can't make this up. My phone died. Yeah. Um, the Saints play calling is so bad. Uh, Taysom Hill is zero or 100. There is no in between. When he's out there and rushes for two yards, you get so pissed. And when he's out there and rushes for a touchdown, when you have the Saints, I didn't in this situation. You're like, oh, my God, their play calling is a genius. Bringing in a guy who fucking doesn't play quarterback and he's running it in for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I know is Derek Carr stinks. We all know. Yeah, I can't believe that um, Chris Olave just doesn't get it. Throw the ball to your best guy. Yeah, Derek Carr is just awful. It's not your fault for drafting um, Chris Olave because you thought that Derek Carr was a competent quarterback because he's mm-hmm. looked like it in the past. He's just awful. He's awful. Yeah, he's not you, good. I'll, I'll give you DK Metcalf for Chris Olave straight up. Ugh, maybe. I think they're in a pretty much a similar situation. Um, Washington Commanders 24, Atlanta Falcons 16. Many men. Many, 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 many men wish death upon me. Brian Robinson Jr. Every time he runs in the end zone, that plays in my head. It's the name of my fantasy team. I know you guys don't care. Uh, Brez, I am very sorry. Bijan is an absolute salve. And I never said he was going to be bad, but I didn't agree with you on how high you were on him. He's so sick. He's just, uh, that's the only way I can put it. He's a salve. That is yeah. short for savage. Yeah. For our listeners. Dude, he just gets the ball. He crossed somebody up with a fucking football. Yeah. That was the craziest shit I've ever like, seen. Craziest like, shit I've ever seen. Yeah, like you like he's not dribbling it. <laughs> he might it he might game. dribble it in he the might game. Be. He might dribble it in a game. That, that shit would be so funny, dude. Yeah, dude, but that would be hard as shit if he like smacks it off the pavement. Yeah, you know that thing that Aaron Rodgers does when he's walking with the football and like throws it perfectly and mm-hmm. it bounces right. If Bijan does that somehow, he's gonna do it. Bounces it, like does a little juke move, carries I'll freak out. I will I will move to Atlanta. I already am going to, but we'll talk about it when we talk about the Bears. I think Arthur Smith genuinely had no clue who Kyle Pitts was until this week. I don't disagree. I mean, they use him in the way that they we all thought they would, and he has a touchdown and has a very good game. Like, I think they're just too young to win right now, and Desmond Ritter is fucking god-awful. He's so bad. They're going to have a new quarterback next year anyways. Anything else? Oh, uh, the commanders, I mean, I guess I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they're they're capable of beating anybody, but they're also capable of losing to a lot of teams, a.k.a. the Chicago Bears. They, they're <laughs> the definition of football purgatory. Like, yeah, that sucks. That is the <laughs> absolute worst place to be in. At least, like, we're hoping for losses. Like, if we could get Caleb and Marvin Harrison Jr. Stop. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars 37, Indianapolis Colts 20. I'm jagging off so hard, it's not even funny. How did they get me again? You didn't take them? No. 
I, dude, I, I'm jagging off outside of the fact where my money is. I'm not jagging. I'm not going against him. I'm not taking him. I'm not. He's hypothetically jagging. I'm hypothetically jagging off. I That's what you do when you have a fiance. Such good news. <laughs> I have such good news for you. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you it in about 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, my analysis was incredible on this game. Uh, and the analysis was I'm jagging off. But you got to give credit where credit is due. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals 17, the Seattle Seahawks 13. Ugh. I had the over. They scored six points in the second half. Uh, I have the same feeling about this game as I do about the Ravens and Titans. Um, I think the Ravens equal the Bengals, win ugly, and you can, and that the Titans are the Seahawks where you just don't, you just don't fucking know. Agreed. Cool. Yeah. All right. Minnesota. Oh, we'll save that. Cleveland Browns 19, San Francisco 49 or 17, fixed in all capitals. Um, I'm happy to see a Michigan guy miss the kick to win it. Jake Moody, the kicker for the San Francisco 49ers. Fuck Jake Moody. I did not root for it, but I am happy with the reality of the situation. I think that this does nothing but the best for the San Francisco 49ers. I couldn't agree anymore. This is exactly when it needed to happen, how it needed to happen, and 49ers winning the Super Bowl is nothing but a lock. I agree with you on the latter part of this statement, but the former, I agree, but for a different reason. You just got to think about playing Sam Darnold next week. Yeah. Brock Purdy, not the guy. Toss Sam out there. See what happens. Do you know what would be hilarious? The MVP starts the season at week seven. (laughs) (laughs) Are you even offered any cash out? No, no, God, no, no shot. He, he is not playing. No, he uh, is not. But one can dream. No, I think. Um, so this is one of the games that I mentioned last week didn't make sense. And the two that I told the people to take at the end was the under in this game and the Cowboys money line because neither one of the things made sense. What did I not do? Either of those. Either things. of those. Either of those. I I stayed away. Um, I did a little bit on Browns money line, but. The under for the San Francisco 49ers playing a football game should never be in the 30s. At kickoff, the over-under for this game was 35 and a half. When we recorded last week, it was 37 and a half. How did it go down from Tuesday to Sunday by two points without you just being like, oh, I got to take the under? It just yeah. screams over, over, over. In what facet of a game is are the San Francisco Niners not scoring 30 points? Right. I, I completely agree. And the Browns' defense is very, very good. But the offense just – I just – they're not good enough to win big games. So what I'm saying is that I know – Things, but I can't take them. I know. I was just, I kept going. I didn't want to keep you bagging. No, I'm just, I'm in my head with it because I knew exactly the parlay of the weekend was this under and the Cowboys. Do you know what the worst combination in the world is? Anxiety and addiction to sports gambling. Mm. If I could look at a board, say I like that team and then press okay, we're good, we're betting that, I'd probably be one of the best gamblers ever. But I let myself go down these rabbit holes like you do as well. And that's what happens. I just can't believe I really hope some listener took it. Like I, I have a solution. Okay. We just take a bunch of Xanax on Sunday morning. 
<laughs> and then we just start gambling thousands of dollars. <laughs> thousands of dollars. I need a small loan of a million dollars. Las Vegas Raiders 21, New England Patriots 17. Ah, the Pats money line had life for a long time, and that's all I could ask for out of them. Brian fucking Hoyer. What a legend. I will never not be a legend. Stay in the league long enough, you'll become a hero. That's. I hope that's all we have to say about this dog shit game. That's it. Um, <laughs> Detroit Lions 20, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 6. The Lions are good, but the Bucks were one fingertip away from this game being completely different when it was 3-3 three to three and someone gets a fingertip on the ball from Mike Evans' wide-open 90-yard touchdown. Yep. And the Lions, not only, not just an incompletion, they intercept it. Yep. Um how do you how how does Baker Mayfield not come out better and stronger in creamsicle jerseys will always be an anomaly in my head. Well, that's why it's a game of inches. Like he completes that pass. Yeah, which is like if he a throws it, pass. With, we're talking about a an actual fingertip. Yeah, yeah, mine came off one time. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that's still that real. Is about an inch. Yeah. Tell me so about it. I do still think the lines are good, and I do have to apologize again. I didn't think that Amon Ra or Jared Goff would be able to take that next step this year, and I was wrong. They're really good, and Amon Ra is going to be here to fucking stay. Yeah, he's good at football. Yeah. Um, Brez, do you want to go off about how right you were about the Lions, or are you good? No, I'm good. All right, I'm, cool. I'm a little bit sad about David Montgomery getting, like, rib cartilage damage. Is that what it is? Yeah. Fuck. I'm not too upset about that. I mean, I'm upset for him. But I, I really, it really hurt my feelings every game he would play well. Yep. Because he well, used to be on our team. Um, the Los Angeles Rams, 26. The Arizona Cardinals, 9. Cooper Cup is my favorite mystery in the world. Brez, please don't explain it to me. I mean this wholeheartedly. I know there's probably a reason why he's always open and there's something that he's really good at, but I can't see it and I don't want to know. I love watching him play football. Yep. All I know is that Matt Stafford throws the ball to him a lot. Yeah, all right, perfect. Um, good? Good. New York Jets, 20. Philadelphia Eagles, 14. Also fixed. Reese Hall. Eh, this game was also fixed. Defense <laughs> does not win you championships. It never has and never will. I don't want to hear it about the Jets' defense. Zach Wilson is their quarterback. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason they should have won this game. There's no analytics that will point me to that this is why they did it. It was just simply fixed. Yep. And I wish quarterbacks could just play one-on-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Rest? I mean, that's good. You know, what would be hilarious if you could get like a seven-point handicap of a chess game between the two quarterbacks yeah. pregame. That would be awesome. Zach Wilson for sure sucks at chess. Jalen Hurts is probably no, sick. No, he, he's probably sick at chess. Because he's white? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I was thinking because he's Mormon. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're not allowed to have fun, so chess equals fun. Fair. Uh, sure. Buffalo Bills 14, New York Giants 9. I Ugh. think this deserves to be skipped. Yep. I don't like them. Uh, Dallas Cowboys 20 and Los Angeles Chargers 17. We like are I now said. an anti Dak Prescott podcast the player not the person he's dealt with mental health so i'm not gonna say agreed the person agreed herbert has to be more hurt than they say if not this is one of those performances where you don't fully overreact but you start the overreacting process i got why why are we hitting on Dak prescott when the chargers are Dak prescott as a fucking franchise i do totally understand you are incapable of reading rooms i got it (laughs) okay i got this i got this (laughs) 
I got the whole game. I'll cover it real quick. <laughs> okay, so the Dallas defense is good. Uh, Trayvon Diggs goes down, and the defense is still good. Justin Herbert threatening in the second or in the uh, second quarter right before halftime. Dallas stop him when they look like they're going to kick a field goal before half. Justin Herbert gets stopped, starts looking like maybe it's not the guy, maybe it's the team's fault, whatever. Uh, take away the tie at halftime, but you can't because that's what I'm talking about. Dallas gets the ball back in the <laughs> hands of somebody who has yet to prove just about everything. He's got one minute and three seconds left to kick a field goal and goes into sicko mode. <laughs> That's a perfect way to put it. In what world does Dak Prescott get one minute and you have hope as a Dallas Cowboys fan? Even if that's the end of the game and you have one minute left, you're like, that's still Dak Prescott. We don't think we can win in this one minute here. So taking the ball down the field and kicking a field goal did one thing to me which ruined my tie at halftime bet and took away a lot of money for me. But, like, the the team still has so many flaws that you can't get your two best guys in the end zone. Like, you, you got them all the way down to field goal range, and it was a chip shot field goal. But that's still super disappointing considering the fact that you had a minute and you got down to the 15-yard line, but you still couldn't put Tony Pollard or CeeDee Lamb in the end zone. And There's a lot of flaws there still. Eight seconds and two timeouts. Don't you think it's a little fishy that they let it go down and not even try and run a play to the end zone? It's ridiculous because the fact that you want to get all the way down there but still don't go to your two, honest-to-God, great position players the entire way. Like, you get C.D. Lamb a good chunk. You get Michael Gallup a good chunk. But C.D. Lamb is arguably one of the best receivers in the league, and you can't put him in the end zone to end a half? I agree. And Tony Pollard should be so much better. And I guess I forget what uh, media or personality. I think it might have been Shannon Sharp. I don't know. But he was saying that Ezekiel Elliott was so needed in this offense because it let Tony Pollard be Tony Pollard. Right. Without the run threat of Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard has become just another okay running back. Right. And then he got super lucky yesterday because he broke a play for 60 yards that gets him seven points in most fantasy leagues. Yeah. Oh, so you mean the fat fuck calling plays on their sideline on offense mm -hmm. is a problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were coaching against – Trey Turner just hit a dick bomb. Um, they were coaching against Kellen Moore, who they let go last year, and the reason they did is because Mike McCarthy said that he wanted to run up the score and – I wanted to let my defense rest. Yeah. So none of this halftime mumbo-jumbo makes any fucking sense. And going off to your point about uh, Justin Herbert, agreed, I don't th – I think there's time to worry now. Like, he he can't do it. He missed the five. The Chargers are just Dak Prescott as a franchise. That's no, and that's, good. that's really good, and I totally agree. But everybody has been looking at Justin Herbert like, oh, he's he's just so due. But like, what has million. what has showed you that he's capable of being due? All like they when do some, is lose in crunch time. When like a good guy doesn't have a touchdown through week five, you're like, oh, in week six he's due. And I get that. Like when we looked at DJ Moore, we were like, oh, he's due for a big game. And then what do you know? Three touchdowns, 150 yards, and we're like, okay, that makes sense. Justin Herbert being able to throw a touchdown to Keenan Allen one time 
and then maybe Gerald Everett a little bit later. Like, he's not due for that. That's just what you're supposed to do as a quarterback. And he's still not even doing that. No. It's why it's, it sucks because I like him. one on yards alone. He hasn't thrown touchdown passes. And so in yards has, mean he nothing. He fell into the end zone once by accident. Right. That's it. So I think I I think if you're a Chargers fan, you you, you want to skin cats. just no, Justin Herbert is somebody that I don't know why, but he gives you hope. But you got to start looking at it like why. Yeah, and last night really showed that five times wide open receivers, two for touchdowns. It's ridiculous. I, I would be very, very skeptical on the on the future of Justin Herbert leading the Chargers anywhere. I know it's been something that's been happening, but I would be very surprised to not hear that he's more hurt than he is because last night was bad. Yeah, I agree. I think that with injuries to your quarterback, tossing an injured one out, I get it. You don't want to like show weakness or anything, but it's going to show more flaws of your team in general than keeping your quarterback safe and on the sideline and tossing in your backup. In a West Coast offense, too. And nothing is more detrimental than having quarterback concern, managerial concern, coaching concern, player concern. Like if you just sit Justin Herbert for a week, see how injured he actually is, all this goes out the window and we talk about it maybe next week. Right. So. That's my 19 cents on this topic. Let's get to Let's get to them. Fine. Um, Minnesota I'll, Vikings 19, Chicago Bears 13. So Justin Fields goes down. Uh, Tyler Bagnet comes in. Secret Bajan man. Yeah, he fumbled the bag. Um, right his, away. Right away. He throws his first completion for like six yards. Everybody's, uh, I was watching. I was like, oh my God, we're all, he's so perfect. He's. Um, one for one with a, a perfect passer rating. Two plays later, fumble, touchdown. His fault, too. Yeah. Um, and then he led a very nice okay, drive. Come on. Very you, nice like drive. You're, you're Shut being, up. No, fuck you. No, you're, fuck you. You're being disincredulous if you don't think Justin Fields fucks up the exact same way. I uh, We're talking about Tyler Bajan. It was his Tyson. fault. Tyson, whatever the fucking guy's name is, you don't need to get to know it because he fucking stinks. <laughs> and he his fumble. He, as a passer, looked better than Fields. One, Whoa. Two. <sighs> I'm not, I don't even know if I'm ready to argue with you about this. I agree with uh, one thing that you. T- I remember you texted in the group chat when Brez was like, it's not his fault. You did in all caps. It would have been Justin's fault. Absolutely. And you can say that that's not true, but you would say that. A hundred percent. If if Justin Fields did what Tyler Bajan did, Tyson Bajan, in the second half, we would have his fucking head right now. Agreed. And that's a fact. Okay, that part I don't necessarily disagree with. The play that I'm bringing this back to is the first offensive snap of the game when Justin Fields got sacked and had no idea that, uh, what's his name, Daniil Hunter was coming off the pre- like coming off the corner unabated. Mm-hmm. He sure he the sure needs to get better. The only at that. difference was that Tyson Bajant was actually trying to throw the ball. The only reason that Justin Fields held on to the ball was because he hadn't made a read yet. Okay, so I'll take the non fumble over the fumble. Perfect. 
what you're not understanding is that Justin Fields got murdered six times in the first half. <laughs> I don't disagree. And sure, he had one or two plays. They're saying that DJ Moore was open. I think the safety was baiting him. He was also rolling out to the left. But he's getting crushed. Not, not just sacked or hit. He's getting murdered often. They're there early often. And then he's back there and gets six seconds twice, and that's the plays we're going to put on Twitter and be like, oh, look at all this time he has. Twice? Mm-hmm. No, what I was saying was the fumble that Tyson Bajant had that ended up just being a sack for Justin Fields was because Tyson Bajant tried to throw the ball. He Maybe he shouldn't have because the Vikings scored a fucking touchdown on that play. Cool. I don't give a shit. This kid was not anticipating to play. Got to be ready at all times. Was he ready? He, had, he he made a read. He was trying to throw the fucking ball. I would rather have a quarterback that wants to throw the goddamn ball than sit there, figure it out, and be like, I'm faster than everybody else. Get the ball out of your hands. And then that works for Bajan for seven plays because Luke Getze has seven good plays. Who let a touchdown drive? After giving Did up Justin a touchdown. After a touchdown giving up drive? a touchdown. After giving up a touchdown, can you please let everybody know that that's the same quarterback you're talking about? He fumbled the ball for the Vikings to score a touchdown. Then he came down the field and scored one touchdown. Okay, cool. And then he threw an interception to lose the game. Who Fact or fiction? Threw- oh, I'm not denying that. That also happened. But this is also an undrafted rookie who is arguably as good as your 16th overall pick. He was like 10, but... Okay, arguably so better worse. than Justin Fields. He was probably six for 11 for 65 yards, one touchdown. 11 uh, for 17. 11 for 17, one <laughs> touchdown, a fumble that was recovered for a touchdown, and an interception that lost the game. And you're fucking praising this kid? And yeah. I think we're arguing about the wrong thing anyways. I don't think the this quarterback is, is the problem anyways. Novice Bears fan? That's perfectly fine because I'm not going to be here much longer. The (laughs) second they trade him, I am so happily moving to Atlanta, and I don't give a fuck about how anybody feels about that, and I praise the both of you for sticking around. I have absolutely no clue how you do it. People are like, oh, Brady, you like the Bulls. I'm like, yeah, they've had two of the biggest knee injuries ever that took them out of winning the championships in my head. This team is just fucking incompetent. The owner, incompetent. The GM, incompetent. The coach, incompetent. All the coaches, not just the head coach. Incompetent. Awful, awful, awful football. Mm -hmm. Awful. I don't necessarily disagree. Right, so we're we're arguing about the wrong things because I don't think the quarterback is the problem, whether it's Justin Fields and Justin Fields or Tyson. But you're not going to sit here and tell me that Tyson Bajan should sniff Justin Fields' jockstrap after the Vikings game. Now, if he comes out next week and throws for 400 yards, sure, you'll have an argument. But you're not telling me a quarterback who fumbles for a touchdown and throws an interception to lose the game is better than my guy. You're not. No, I, I'm Well not. said. That, that that that's a valid argument and i completely agree with you know almost all of it <laughs> the broncos that's game. basically saying you disagree yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay game. i mean the that's broncos what this is game. for how did it end yeah but i mean then you could just be like the commanders game yeah so i mean look at we had we had justin fields do what he did last year which was run for a bajillion yards what has he not done this year 
run for a bajillion yards. He had to throw to DJ Moore all of the commander's game, and it worked out really, really well. We didn't change anything. We tried to just do the same thing to a team without their leading wide receiver ever. And we come out flat on defense. They We still hold them to under 20 points. How many catches did DJ Moore have in Zero. this week's game? One. Six. Who did he catch all six passes from? Oh, I thought you were saying the first half. Did you hear what he said after the game? It's like most of the first half they were throwing three guys at me at a time. Yeah, that's the point. That's exactly the point. That you know that like that that's what I'm saying. Then you either one throw directly at him and you test it, or you throw to the guy who is literally flooding the same zone ten yards past because there is nobody in front of him. Who is that guy? Cole Komet. Cole Komet was literally jumping up and down the entire first half. Being like, throw me the fucking ball. Listen, Am I we... telling you that Justin Fields is perfect? No, but I have an excuse for everything that he does wrong, and they're very valid excuses. There's still a lot of problems with Fields in and of being a quarterback. but No, his problem is the Chicago Bears, and I will die on this hill. Yeah, and that's fine because the, the Chicago Bears have terrible, terrible things all riddled throughout the organization. But Tyson got thrown into a shit sandwich, and we expected him to just play like an NFL quarterback. He's still a rookie. If you give, like, Chase Daniel another chance to sh- pop the out there. He touchdown drive on the fucking game. Yeah, because he was on there, dude. Like, listen, if Justin Fields is still on the field, he'll lead a touchdown score eventually against that team. Thank you. So to just say that he drove a team down for a touchdown, congratulations. You did it in the NFL in your first time on the field. Awesome. You know who also did that? Zach Wilson. Did Brees Hall get in the end zone? Yeah. Who led that? Zach Wilson. So what are we comparing here? What are we talking about? I think the Broncos may have scored a touchdown this weekend too. Yeah. So, oh, great. Russell Wilson. He led a touchdown drive. Do you know who That's scored what three? A co- who? The Carolina Panthers. Oh, the guy that Brez okay, doesn't now, like? Yeah. You, you guys are literally like meaningless extrapolations. That's exactly what the Tyson Bajan touchdown was. He's, he led one. Great. Did they win the game? No. Right. Leading, leading did they a, have a chance to win the game at the end? Yes, Brady, they did. Yeah, yeah they did. Who was playing quarterback? Tyson Bajan, and he didn't make it happen. Am I saying that that's how you should fucking judge him? No, but that's what everybody else is doing. The fucking front page of the Sun-Times says, at least rookie was fun to watch in loss. That is poverty at its Finest. Fun okay, to watch so, in a loss. So if Tyson Bajant throws for two touchdowns, 250 yards, and leads the Bears to a win over the pack or over the, the I will Raiders suck your week, penis. <laughs> on camera? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's get to week Multiple seven. Multiple cameras. We gotta get to week seven review or preview. All right. Is that yeah, cool with everybody? That's fine, but I just I don't know how much more I could take of this fucking slander when you guys were all back in on him last week. That's okay. Um, Jaguars at Saints, Saints minus three, Lions at Ravens. Wait, is that right? The Lions, the Ravens are minus three? Yeah, it, it went, no, the Saints one I thought you were worried about. Oh, no, All no, these no. lines are crazy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Lions at Ravens, Ravens minus three, Raiders at Bears, Raiders minus three, Browns at Colts, Browns minus two, Bills at Patriots, Bills minus eight and a half, Commanders at Giants, Commanders minus one and a half, Falcons at Bucks, Bucks minus two and a half, 
Steelers at Rams, Rams minus three. Cardinals at Seahawks, Seahawks minus seven and a half. Packers at Broncos, Packers minus one. Chargers at Chiefs, Chiefs minus five and a half. Dolphins at Eagles, Eagles minus one and a half. And then 49ers at Vikings, 49ers minus six and a half. All right, let's just go through them. A lot of dumb over-under numbers too, but I left those out this week. Jags at Saints. It opened at Saints minus three. It's down to minus one. I'm going to jag off so hard that this trap is going to explode. Yep, it's this is the Jags. trap. It's it's the the trap. It's it's, it's the trap of the century. It's Saints. I know, but all it, over it, it. it. No, you're wrong. Saints. Lions at Ravens. Ravens minus three. I just said too hard. It's too hard to handicap for me. Yeah, I think this is also another trap. Everybody's got to be on the Lions for this because they're underdogs against a bomb Ravens team, but it's Ravens minus three. Raiders at Bears. Stay away. Browns at Colts. Uh, This one just... It's it's Browns minus a two. I just I thought that right away, and then Colts I just I just put you. I'm staying away. Yeah, I mean it's gross. Still, I mean Browns coming off a huge upset win. It should be Colts, but I mean Anthony Richardson done for the year most likely. I, I think give me the Browns. I think Minshew thought he was on the Jaguars. Yeah, this week. he did. And I'm not being disrespectful. I love Gardner Minshew, but I mean every time they needed it, he threw the ball to the other team. Yep. Bills at Patriots. I have no clue. Bills I mean, minus this, 14. That's what it screams to me. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've been going back and forth with the Patriots and losing on them so much lately that I just have to stay away from this game. Bills minus 14. And I just don't know. Like, okay, sure. But, like, and you could say it's anomaly, the the Bills versus Giants game. But what if it's not? What if the Bills just don't have it figured out this year? That's a possibility, too. 100% it is. You knew, and you disagree? I like I, that. I agree. Totally see them being flawed and not having the Super Bowl aspirations come to fruition yet again. How but crazy. I think this game uh, is another place to put Bill Belichick in his place. Bills have to win in New England. How crazy is it that if they do cover this, you're like you're going to start hearing murmurs of the Patriots being a get right week for teams. Yeah, true. I, I see. I see Josh fallen. Allen rushing this game. Like Josh Allen is going to have two touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, I agree. All right. I might have to be on the Bills with you guys on that. Um, definitely not on the Patriots. Commanders at Giants. My initial thoughts is commies. Like, the Giants fucking suck, but I'm probably just going to stay away because it just screams gross. Yeah, it's Giants. All right. I like that out of you. Falcons at Bucks. I love the Bucks in this spot. Love I, the Bucks. I do love, like, a little bit of what the Falcons are doing, and I think all they need is a quarterback, and I can't wait for it to be fucking Justin fucking Fields. Steelers at Rams. Opposites are sick. Rams offense, very good right now. Steelers defense, very good right now. Rams defense, don't really know. Steelers offense, don't really know. Mm-hmm. Under, under, under. Yep. Craziest shit I've ever said in my life, that's my lock. Rams cover, max lock. That's my lock. Oh, whoa. Tropical. I like Dude, it. The Steelers defense is so good. Yeah. And the Steelers are good. Yeah, just in general. I agree. And Kyron Williams isn't going to be there. Oh, that's correct. And you're still taking the Rams? Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Steelers secondary sucks. All right. Oh, true. Okay. Right. Hey, I'm just asking a question. I'm not telling you you're wrong. 
Just because you're wrong about Tyson doesn't mean that you need to be wrong about Who this, too. Who do you think too. you are? I am. Cardinals mm-hmm. at Seahawks. I don't know why I typed this because I don't feel the same way now, but I'm sticking with it. Seahawks. Yep. Packers at Broncos. You to the nth degree. Yep. I will not say this very often, but it is Packers. Packers by a billion. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I'm not mad Off at you guys. Off the week. Off a terrible loss in Las Vegas. Oh. I have a hard time seeing the Packers fuck this up. Aaron Jones has to be back. Aaron Jones has to get two touchdowns. And that's what I'm going to say. I'm not mad at you guys. I just, like, you say I don't see them doing anything. I don't see anything. When I look at this game, all I see is static in my brain. (laughs) I swear to God. That's so good. I love that. Chargers at Chiefs, like, it has to be. The over. The Chargers. It has to be the Chargers. It has to be the Chargers. Yeah. It's one. It's one. No, but it is It is the over. It is the over. Yeah, I, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Um, but I'm going to do that with Kelsey's this. I'm gonna, I literally have that wrote down for this week. Kelsey's for sure out. Yeah, he can't practice. Kravis? Yeah. Oh, no, he'll play. He's, he's got practice till, last week. He's got till Thursday to practice. All um, right. Dolphins at Eagles. Pat just said this. I'm going to reiterate it. Game of the week. Uh, can't pick a side, hammering the over. <laughs> hammering the over here. Yeah, I think that if the Eagles want to do more, like score more points, they have to get somebody else involved than A.J. Brown for the long haul and then Dallas Goddard in the end zone. you got to do something different. DeAndre Swift is still getting in the end zone, and he's still a very viable running back at all times. Super worried about something that happened last week with him, though. If he develops the fumbles again, I'm so fucked. I'm leaning on him heavy in two leagues. And everything was going so good, so good that you stopped thinking about the fumbling. And then he finally fumbles. You're like, fuck. What do you think their coaches are thinking? I think that DeAndre Swift got a lot of backlash this year for no reason. Right, and then he proved everybody wrong, and then he fumbles, and then you get PTSD. Yeah, and I, I was I was him. I was in on it. I was like DeAndre Swift. I want no part of I you. I got him in like the eighth round. Yeah, people were didn't want him, and I was part of it. But what I'm saying is, in Detroit, he's a freak of nature, and then he goes to the Eagles, and everyone's like, I, I don't know. Yeah, but it was always the losing the ball kind of problem, not catching the ball. He lost With two injuries games more than anything else. But he also dropped two touchdown passes: one against the Bears and one against mm-hmm. the Packers. Um, over in that game, 49ers at Vikings. I love, and I'm in love, the Niners minus six and a half here. Yep, 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 yep. Might be this another trap. This is the dad dicking of the century. This I would take the Niners minus 18 and a half. I think that's why they left the line at six and a half, because they know so many people are just going to alt-spread it. <laughs> this is this game has Brandon Ayuk written all over it. I would love that. It has Brandon Ayuk, first TD, anytime TD, two plus TDs. It's... It's in there. I was all over him this year. All right. Um, the picks that I am going to be sending in to the pick committee are the Jags minus three, the Bucks minus two and a half, the Niners minus six and a half. And you're like, oh, Brady, you took all favors. This is what you always do. But here's my lock to even it all out. The under in the Steelers-Rams game. You heard it here first. I'm taking the under for my lock of the week. And I feel okay about it. <laughs> I'm going to even go to good. Wow. I feel okay. I feel only okay. <laughs> I feel okay. I'm actually leaning bad, but that's under. so funny. Lock. Brez? Lock. 
starting with it. Rams. Over Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Rams covering. Yeah. Secondary lock, like a little bit smaller lock. Yeah. Bears money line, Tyson Badgett, two and a half touchdown passes. Whoa. He's going to step up in the pocket, and he's going to throw to the left where Max But Rose what plays. about Trace McSorley, dude? Dude, I'm telling Keep going you. with your locks. Trace or is, are those your are those your just two picks? No. <laughs> Trace McSorley. The Eagles minus two and a half. Whoa. Um, you know, they're coming off an embarrassing loss. Yep, they are. The Dolphins have also, you know, they rule the roost until they get embarrassed by a team that has the same level of talent they haven't beat anybody good no they haven't beat anybody good the eagles they they fall short the dolphins okay they fall short every time that you know they get punched in the mouth by the bills they got punched in the mouth by the bills yeah and they got fucking clowned by them yeah uh quick sidebar on the eagles did you guys see their upcoming schedule it's ridiculous is it hard very yeah, I mean, Dolphins, I should have assumed so. so they got the week 10 bye. So before their bye, they got Miami, Washington, Dallas bye. And then after their bye, KC, Buffalo, San Fran, Dallas, Seattle. Holy shnikes. <laughs> that's, that's a test, test, test. That's a gauntlet. Yeah. Wow. But then right. their well, last three games, they get to go Giants, Arizona, Giants. Okay, all right. Yeah, that makes up for it. That makes up for it. <laughs> yeah. But it's a it's a ridiculous um it's a ridiculous coming off the bye. Yeah. Yeah. You thought you gotta rest. Yeah. You didn't Mm-mm. you gotta go play the best teams in the NFL. In the no next four sir. Weeks. Yeah. Giants fucking Cardinals Giants is the perfect whoever was making the schedule was like, they'll forgive us. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, Brez, is that is that it for your picks or did we miss one? Yes, sir. That's it. All right, cool. Um, I am going Giants. Um, uh, money line is one of mine. Um, I'm sticking with the Bills minus eight and a half. They gotta blow out a division rival in their house, like in their division rival's house. They have to do it, especially because of how they handled the Giants. They gotta come out with um balls of steel. And then I'm going Ravens. I this game screams Detroit, and I hate it, so I have to take the Ravens here. They win a game in London, and they come back home, and everybody's probably like, why are the Lions underdogs in this game? It's got to be the Ravens. All right. And then uh, I do like Seattle, but uh, I cannot put it in my picks. So this will never happen again. So I'm going to say it once. Packers. All right. I knew that took a lot from you. It did. Same for my, and same I for my still lock. don't like it. I feel the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Fields is still on the team, so go Bears, and as always, go Bulls. Yeah, I guess. Uh, fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, stay hydrated, for the love of God. Maybe like go for a walk too. Go Tyson. <laughs> Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Ooh. Feels so good. Season 11, episode 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, baby. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next week. Yeah, so good.
Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs. It break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go ride out la di da di do. I feel fucking awesome. Get it, got it, good, good. Get it, got it, good. Get it, got it, good, good. Get it, got it, good. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go ride out la di da di do. I feel fucking awesome. I'm, I'ma tell you all why. Ain't felt like this for a long time. Can't think with the wrong mind. Can't drift to the wrong tide. Can't sink if it's all dry. Land. One day you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot. Cook it up. Serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb. Oh Lord. Won't quit till it's all mine. On God. I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my mindset. Ain't saying nothing to me now. Fucking awesome.